0: Good afternoon, fellow children at home, hope you are all staying safe from COVID-19. At this period of staying at home, always remember this prayer, little by little, says a thoughtful child, moment by moment, I will learn, learning a little every day and not spending all my time in playing. Is that clear? Now listen as I bring this topic, the pulmonary and the coronary Circulation. Several pathways make up the circulatory system through which blood travels to all parts of the body. The pathway of blood from the heart to the lungs and back to the heart is called the pulmonary circulation. In the pulmonary circulation, oxygen is added to the blood, carbon dioxide and water vapor are removed. When the right ventricle contracts, blood is forced from the heart into the pulmonary artery. Blood travels through the pulmonary artery to the lungs. Oxygen diffuses into the blood as it flows through the capillaries of the lungs. The oxygen rich blood then travels from the lungs to the Coronary vein to the left atrium of the heart. Blood is pumped from the left atrium into the left ventricle. Oxygen rich blood is pumped out of the left ventricle into the iota. The iota is the largest artery in the body, it connects to the smallest arteries. That connects to the capillaries. At the left ventricle contract, it extracts more force than any other heart chamber. When you listen to a heartbeat with a stethoscope, you hear two sounds. The loom sound is produced by the contraction of the ventricles. The boom sound is Produced when the ventricle relax every cell in the heart needs food and oxygen this food and oxygen is brought to the heart cell by the blood movement of the blood through the tissues of the heart is called the coronary circulation two main coronary arteries leave the iota and curve down on each side of the heart from these arteries smaller arteries branch off and enter the heart muscle These arteries lead to the capillaries that carries the blood into the tissue of the heart coronary capillaries join to form the coronary vein the, co- the vein empties the blood into the right atrium of the heart the coronary circulation is short but vital the constant pumping of blood depends on a constant steady flow of blood through this organ. If the tissue of the heart does not receive food and oxygen, it might be damaged. This is just all what takes place in your body and in your heart. I hope you enjoy my lesson. Stay tuned and watch out for thank you
1: of creating drama these are the objectives for today's lesson what is drama creation what does it mean to create drama Uh, drama creation is the art or act of composing and performing simultaneously that is uh, an art of, of composing a story and performing the story or performing the play together. I it's it uh, precedes the other, one precedes the other. Composition first and performing next, okay? So uh, Also, we can say drama creation is a process whereby drama is represented or composed through the use of dialogue and character, composition of drama through the use of of dialogue and character. Dialogue, what, what do we mean when we say dialogue? Dialogue is the use of spoken words or use of lines to create drama. Also, character. Character are the people involved in words, in play production or involved in dramatic performance. The person who writes a drama for the stage is known as a playwright or dramatist that is a playwright or dramatist is someone who writes drama or who writes play for stage directions moving on is the types of drama types of drama now there are two basic types of drama creation we have two basic types of drama creation the first is scripted or written drama Scripted or written drama, and the second is uh, non-scripted or unwritten drama. You can also say unscripted or unwritten drama. And these are the basic types, two basic uh, types of creating drama or of, uh, drama creation. Now, scripted or written drama. And this is called the playtext, a play, play script, or script. Scripted or written drama is referred to as a playtext, a play script, or a script. And with me here is an example of a playtext. Play text, And this is uh, the gods are not to blame, written by Olá Rotimi. This is an example of a playtext or a play script. It is uh, a written play by individuals. It is a written play by individuals that is expected to be performed. This means that plays are not just written to be read alone. They are not written to be read alone. They are expected to be performed. That is, for it to go through the stage, being used as a form of production or as a performance. That is, it serves as a raw material for a play production. That is, play deck serves as Raw material for plant production. For example, uh, let's say uh, a farmer going to the farm uh, to uh, going for farming. Okay, he or she needs what? Needs some uh, major equipment to aid in farming, which can be a hoe or cutlass, or can be a tractor. Now, those are the words. Those are the equipment needed for farming. And that's the same way a play, a play script or a playtext is uh, a necessary or a major material needed for play production. A playtext becomes a script when it is speak for performance. Now this is just a playtext. The gods are not to play by Olarotimi. it's just a playtext uh, and it becomes a script only when it is being used for dramatic purpose that is once it is being performed once this play the god and not of a play is being performed that is when it becomes a play script that is once it is picked for performance it becomes a play script or a script Now, play can also be published or non-published plays can be published or known published An example of written play as I said earlier is The Gods Are Not to Blame by Olaro Simi and also uh, Marriage of Anantsewa by Efwati Sutherland, Marriage is an example and this is the pretext, marriage of Anantsewa by Efwati Sutherland. Also another example is Marchant of Venice by William Shakespeare and this is uh, Marchant of Venice by Williams Shakespeare. This is an example of uh, a, a Shakespearean play. Also, the last is last example is Damascus Cross and well by Ahmed Jerima. Damascus and well by Ahmed Jerima. These are few examples of uh, written plays. The next is non-written or non-scripted or unwritten play non-scripted or unwritten on play now, one thing you, have, you need to know is that it is uh, possible for some plays that are not scripted or that are not been scripted to be performed what do I mean by non-scripted? that is, they are not in this format probably they are documented as uh, uh, they are documented as just um, a form of notes can be in form of notes. But that doesn't mean they will not be presented or performed. And such plays are referred to as improvised plays. That is, such document, such written form of written, written notes are referred to as improvised plays. What do we mean by improvised plays or improvisation? And improvisation is uh, acting or composing of performing of a play, of a particular story, without pre-planning or without uh, thinking about it. That is, composition of play without pre-planning. That is what, that is improvisation. Now, improvised plays uh, mostly rely on stories, ideas, or plots, which have been um, put together by a particular group. Now, these improvised plays or these stories that have been put together by the, uh, the particular group. This group are mostly referred to as improvisation group. And these uh, are a group of people who put together an improvised play. That is, who uh, put together uh, short stories or ideas. Okay, and later develop it into full play. What is say full play? That is, it is complete with dialogue and action and character. Moving on is the basic forms of drama creation The basic forms of drama creation Now the basic forms of creating drama are Number one is comedy Comedy Next is tragedy Next is tragic comedy uh, Dance drama Musical drama mime, Mad drama And drama 5 For tales Now these are Basic forms of drama creation. Comedy. What do we mean when we say of comedy as a form of creating drama? Now, the common play is any play which ends happily. Common play is any play which ends happily. That is a, a play that ends on uh, happy notes. That is what. That is comedy. It is also a light entertaining and amusing play and its uh, major aim that is the principal aim of a comedy is to amuse the audience to amuse the audience that is the major or principal aim of comedy also comedy is uh, referred to as any work of art with the intention to amuse and also provoke laughter especially in it. Theater. At is, it's uh, the intention of comedy is to amuse the audience, uh, make them feel happy, you know, after the stress of the whole day, uh, a particular audience, you know, moving to the theater to watch a play that amuses them, that makes them feel happy, that provokes laughter. Okay, that is what, that is comedy. And there's a popular saying that, uh, that goes, uh, laughter is the best medicine. Okay, so comedy is an humorous work, which was which amuses the audience and what provokes laughter. Next is the tragedy. Tragedy. Now, unlike a comedy with happy ending, tragedy goes with a sad ending, a sad end. That is, tragedy most times ends on a sad note. It ends on a sad note, and that is why regarded as the opposite of comedy tragedy is the opposite of comedy and most tragic drama are usually very serious and intense it is, uh, the, 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 the play tragedy always has an unhappy ending and the major character tends to suffer one form of calamity or the other it can um, include you know, an actor or a character losing something valuable to him okay it can be in form of, of disgrace physical or mental disability can be in form of or what's i say says that is uh, a king losing his crown one way or the other or a prince losing a uh, statue okay also it can be in form of punishment or even the worst which is what death death that is Bloodshed. These are what these are tragedies. That is, most times, a tragedy ends on, is any play that ends on a sad note, a play that ends sorrowfully. That is what that is tragedy. Moving on to the next form of drama is tragic comedy. Tragic comedy. Now, tragic comedy is the combination of a tragedy and a comedy. Combination of a tragedy. A comedy that is a play that starts or that begins on a sad note and ends on a happy note, ends happily. Okay, it is usually a very serious play with violent situations. What is a violent situation that is so much conflict and crisis, but yet it's always had uh, with an happy ending as in comedies, okay, because comedies always end happily also we can say uh, tragic comedy is uh, a melodrama that is comedy can also be referred to as melodrama and the next form of drama is dance drama dance drama dance drama is a place that is full of dances dance drama. are plays full of dances dances are used in place of dialogues dances are used in place of dialogue, that is unlike drama in which the major medium of communication is spoken words or lines that is uh, line rendition the major uh, medium of communication for dance drama is what is dance that is making use of dance to communicate and pass a message across to the audience that drama is a drama in which all the actions are expressed by dancing that is the uh, mode or medium of communication is true dancing instead of talking rendering lines to communicate to the audience or to uh, another character with words with dance through dance. next is musical drama musical drama just like uh, dance drama is kind of drama full of dances is the same whereas musical drama is a, a play that is, what, that is full of music and this means that most of all the words in the play are song. That is, instead of using lines, rendition of lines, it is, it is singing of song, okay? That is, the characters sing rather than speak their lines. In, in musical drama, characters sing rather than speak lines, rather than spoken words, they sing. They use songs to communicate to the audience. It can also be referred to as opera. That is, musical drama can also be referred to as opera. Also, uh, it is uh, a process or a form in which the musical and dramatic elements are what. Are together and they go along with the actions in a play. That is musical drama, musical and dramatic element. They go together. They go hand in hand. They work together towards to make it a very successful performance or a very successful play. Okay, it consists of singing with the orchestra. That is apart from uh, the uh, particular characters on stage. Back from the actors on stage, we can have a particular group of people sitting somewhere in the theater with uh, helping with the chorus. That those are referred to as well, orchestra. Orchestra. The next is mime. What does mime means? Mime. What does it mean? It means the uh, using of uh, facial expression the using of gestures, body movement to, to communicate. That is what, that is meant. That is, it is the carrying out of an action in dramatic performance without using any word. That is, when you want to communicate with a character, with another character, or with the audience, you don't get to use words or lines. Instead, you make use of your body, make use of your facial expression you know when you smile it means one way or the other it means uh, you're happy about something but when you frown your face one way or the other it means probably you're sad about something or you're not happy about something or something is bothering you okay that is mine using of facial expressions gestures of body movement to talk, to communicate. Also, it is believed that mind leaves a more lasting impression on the mind of your audience rather than mere words. And that is why there is a popular uh, saying that actions speak louder than voice. Actions speak louder than voice. Why? And that's because mind leaves a more lasting impression, a more lasting uh, imprint. On the mind of your dance, rather than mere words. The next is mask drama, mask drama. And as the name implies, as the name implies, mask drama is a form of drama that is dominated with the use of mask, that is use of, of something to cover your face. And that something is what is mask, mask, mask. And most of the characters in a play wear masks during the performance, and that is why this mask drama. The reason why it is mask drama is because most of the uh, actors or most of the uh, characters make use of masks during the performance. Also, a uh, mask drama is commonly used when the roles in a play are more than the available cast. When the roles in a play are more. Than the available cast. Let us know we have about ten roles, ten roles in a in a particular play, and uh, we have just five characters or five actors on ground or five available cast. Okay, that means uh, an actor gets to act two different roles, or an actor can get to act three different roles it depends on user capability okay and that is why an individual takes many roles and each row is only identified by the type of mask the individual wears. that means we have ten roles and ten different masks we have ten roles and ten different masks and we have five actors at least Ten different masks for five act, uh, actors, okay? That is, different different, different roles for different masks for different actors. And each role is identified by the type of mask the individual wears. Well, moving on, is dramatized foxholes, dramatized foxholes, which is the last uh, form of drama creation. And this is acting the different stories from folk tales. folk tales are stories, okay? They are traditional stories that have being passed down orally from one generation to the next, as it is from one generation to the another. And the passing of these uh, stories from one generation to the another makes it a tradition. It becomes a tradition, as it is. What we will tend to do often, every time, every now and then, becomes uh, uh, an habit, a tradition. Okay, so those are fuck- Also, it is believed that folktale is the oldest form of getting drama, for, uh, uh, of getting stories for drama performances. That is dramatized folktales, or folktales is the oldest form of getting stories for drama performances. Uh, fuck tales can be in form of moonlight stories. Remember when we were small, uh, the, there's a time where we get to sit uh, under a shade and uh, somebody or an elderly person can be in the middle telling the story, 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 something like that. Those are, what, those are moonlight tales or moonlight stories. Now, moving on is the techniques of drama creation techniques of drama creation. Now, while preparing a play, while preparing a play, whether uh, it's a scripted play or it's a non-scripted play for a drama production, uh, these, te- these uh, following are the different techniques. That is, we have different techniques that one must make use of when creating drama. That is, techniques of drama creation. The first is playwriting. Play, writing and the first technique of what of creating drama and second is story telling storytelling that is drama can be created through the telling of stories That is, you compose drama through stories you've heard or stories that have been told okay those are form other than techniques of what of creating drama and the next is songs i think the songs you sing can also serve as a technique of drama creation or a technique of of creating drama also we have dance and mind dance and mind and the last is improvisation improvisation as i said earlier improvisation is the composition or the composing of a play or a drama without pre-planning without pre-planning that is, that is improvisation. Uh, we've come to the end of today's lesson. And quickly, uh, you should be able to uh, you know, define playwriting. Playwriting. What is playwriting all about? What is playwriting all about? Then also, the oldest form of creating drama. I'm sure we've talked about it. Um, the, the oldest form of creating drama. What is the oldest form of creating drama? Also. Must be able to state the two types of drama creation. That is stating two types of drama creation. I hope you will work on this um, evaluation. And next episode, we will get to talk more. We'll start from there. I hope you've been able to learn one thing or the other. Thank you, and see you next. I ever
2: been involved in a business? So, what was your answer? Yes or no? I hope the answer was yes because everybody has been involved in a business directly or indirectly. How? You may ask. You're watching a screen right now, you're staring at a screen. The screen you're looking at is as a result of somebody's business, and the pen you're using to write is as a result of somebody's notebooks, your clothes, your shoes, whatever it is you own, is as a result of somebody's business. So, what is a business? And how does that concern you as a person? It concerns you because you are definitely involved in a business either as a producer, a seller, or at a level, a consumer. Right now, you are a consumer of the product you're using the consumer of the screen you're staring at so let us move forward and learn something more what is a business how do we define a business a business is any productive activity that involves providing Very vast, you are very knowledgeable about an area, a subject area, and somebody comes to you for advice. For example, a psychologist. A psychologist renders service to his or a client. You cannot point at the product or service of psychologists, but then somebody pays to listen to him or her. That is a service. You cannot see it, but it is meeting the needs of somebody. I hope you understand with that example I gave. So a business involves rendering services or selling and buying of goods to meet the needs of somebody and also to make a profit. So have it in mind that a business not only satisfies people's desires, but also makes profits for people. And it is not every time profit is made it's due to something Owner. Every business owner starts out with the aim of making profits. So let us move to our next subtopic the concept of business studies. Remember, this subject is business studies. So, what is business studies? What exactly is business studies? Why is it a subject? Business studies, as a subject, helps and teaches students and equips them with the knowledge. Skills needed for productive
1: activities.
2: As you're learning business studies now, we are going to be equipped with the skills with the techniques you need to run a productive activity. Remember, we said earlier that business is a productive activity. So you are studying business in order to have all the skills you need to run productive activities. So, simply put, you can say that business studies is the study of business. Simple, right? Subject it is the techniques, it consists of the techniques, the methods, the principles, everything you need to know in order to set, set up and run a business venture. Just human beings, or with um, non-living things. For example, like the example I gave earlier, your pen, your TV, and things like that. That is as a result of somebody's business. So there is no how your life is not affected by business on a daily basis. So I hope you can see why studying this subject is actually very, very important, especially at this level. So we are going to look at the various components of business studies. So here is a chart. Commerce. We have keyboarding and we have the keeping. They are all linked to business studies. That is, business studies as a whole has different parts, which we are going to break down. And by the end of this lesson, you will understand what each of them means and the importance, of course. So let's start with office practice. What is office practice? Office practice refers to all the activities, the standard customs and procedures that exist in a business place, in a business place. Remember I defined business earlier. So when I say business in any sentence I'm saying, know that I'm talking about productive activities that meet the needs of people and also makes profit for the owner. So office practice refers to the activities, standard practices, established customs, You might have heard somebody saying, mm, I'm going to the office, bye-bye, I'm going to the office, or uh, where's your office? My office is at so so place. Now, that idea of office in your head, you see it as a place somebody goes to to do some work. That is very correct. That is what an office is. An office can be defined as a room, a room where business activities are carried out. Look at the picture on your screen. That is an example of an office. In an office you would find you would definitely find people because it is people that carry out business activities. What else can you find in an office? You'll find chairs, you'll find tables, you might find computers depending on the kind of work that is done there. You would find stationaries like books, pens, and you would find um, depending on the type of job, there are actually different different things you can find. But most importantly, people. People are key to every office activity. So remember I said office practice refers to everything that goes on in a business place. What they do from the time the business office is open to the time the office closes. That is what office practice is. Also, office as a term can refer to a position of refer to a position of responsibility for example you can say the office of the chairman the office of the board of directors the office of the president of nigeria that refers to a position of responsibility that is oh as the chairman of this board these are the responsibilities you have so an office does not Buying and selling very easy, and it's the eight trades that we have are six. We have banking, we have insurance, we have transportation, we have warehousing, we have advertising, and I Advertising. Advertising is making computers that we use now. We have your phones. On your phone that those things you press to communicate or to carry out the function, they are called keys. And as they said it is called a keyboard. So you can find a keyboard